Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. 307 DGS, we have uh, Dave Murray in headlines at the bottom. We have Brian Kilmeade from Fox News at the top. And then from 4.30 to 5 p.m., we're going to be speaking to Benji Molina, who is an absolute delight. I'd met him one time before uh, at a pregame with our buddy Ben Boyd, and he was just super, super nice. And, uh, yeah, he just seems to be, like, the coolest guy ever. He's genuine, you know, and we were talking the other day about authentic that's what he is. He's, I mean, he's the same guy all the time from when he was playing. Uh, I didn't know him as a player. He didn't play for the Cardinals, but he was a coach for the Cardinals for a period of time. I think it was like a year. He was the assistant hitting coach and he's been around a lot. Just a, just an all around good guy. Yeah. Uh, going to do steroid to Kevin here in one second. Here I have a list, which I liked of social norms, quote unquote, that people are sick of. Okay. okay? Uh, let's see. Let's go in reverse order here. Although they're all pretty equal. Um, any type of political view becoming your whole identity. Yeah, that's annoying. Hate. Uh-huh. That's an easy one to get Hate. Letting kids have cell phones. Several bad social norms involve phones. So some say that it's problematic to give kids, to get kids attached to them too soon. Hmm. Yeah, but like define kids. Like yeah. what's the age... You know, as an example, um, you know, m- what a lot of the kids I coach, some of them are younger. Most of my, the ones I have are mostly 13, 14, but some are a little younger. There are times when you're not with your parents and they need to be able to get in touch with you. You're at a tournament. You got practice all day or whatever. I mean, there are different reasons to do it. My little sister got a cell phone really early because she was a dancer and they'd be at all these big competitions or whatever. And you got to find your parents somehow. Yeah. It's just there are practical reasons to get them for some kids. Um, the expectation of constant availability. Yeah. Hate. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's also just not to mention, okay, there's the expectation of constant availability. And then there's anxious people who are like, oh, I sent the text and they haven't gotten back to me yet. Back in the day, you would write a letter, you would call, you would leave a, a message on the answering machine, and then you would just go about your life. But with the instant gratification of, mm-hmm. oh, usually they answer, yeah. and now they're not answering. That that's are not they good mad? Is there something wrong? Right. Yeah. You guys can just call me by name here. I mean, I'm Andrew. Right here. <laughs> Hustle culture and bragging about not sleeping or having any time to do anything else. Oh. Yeah, that is super annoying. Yeah. I need to sleep, bro. Well, it's super. Have, you, have it's, we talked about the guy that says he can do like two twenty, do the equivalent in one day of what people do and other people do in two days? Mm-mm. Oh, he's it's like the super bro oh, guy. And he's I've like, seen him. He's like, I get twenty hours of stuff done a day, 
I only need to sleep like four hours, and then the first eight hours are this, and then the second eight hours are that. I'm like, okay, bro. Yeah, good for him. You're, you he's have, lying to But also, like, you don't have that much stuff to do. <laughs> no one has 20 hours of stuff to do in a day. That's just not how, like, your life works. Next one's not good for Andrew. The normalization and even celebration of unsafe driving. <laughs> well, you know, some of these, I don't find that one annoying. <laughs> Although it is, it, it does annoy me, like, she she wasn't really doing this, so I hate to, like, call her out. But when Amy was like, well, I go 90 in my Subaru. And, uh, you know, that that one, I'm like, I'm never impressed when people are like, I drive super fast on the highway or whatever. Yeah, you should probably just not talk about that. <laughs> uh, the invasion of people's personal lives. It's, it's pretty bad. Um, I was looking at TikTok the other day, and there's a show on Bravo called Southern Charm, and it's one of my faves. And there was a woman on the show named Cameron. She's not on the show anymore. And I, I saw a TikTok about her, and the woman was doing a voiceover. She was like, I made this discovery while I was doing a previous video about Cam's uncle. And it's like, whoa, <laughs> what are you doing? Like, <laughs> leave these people alone. I get that she's a pseudo-celebrity. I get her life is somewhat out there. But when you're digging into, like, relatives, it gets super creepy and yeah. weird. And there's just this weird culture online where it, it makes it somehow okay to do the creepiest stuff. Like, in real life, if this was happening, you'd be like, I'm getting a restraining order. Yeah. You're being such a creep. But there's something about it being on the internet that makes it acceptable. On top of that, though, also, like, using your kids on things like TikTok. I see so many parents, like, they'll film their kids and their kids don't know it. And then they post it. I'm like, well, that kid has no say in any of this. Why are you I doing agree. that? Mm -hmm. Monetizing and quantifying everything, even hobbies, basically not doing anything just because you enjoy it. It's more about finding a way to earn money from stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, I get it, but I also get why people want to turn their passions yeah, into yeah. a way to make money, especially when money's so tight. Uh, before giving you the number one thing people are kind of over, uh, I'm, I've had on my sheet the last couple of days, and maybe I'm wrong, maybe it's just being on TikTok too much, but it seems that earning money these days, have be, it's become more like novelty stuff. You don't, I guess people aren't going to go on TikTok and be like, I went to nursing school and I'm a nurse. You know, it's like, oh, okay, boring. But But if you can sell, you know, Four-leaf clovers dipped in copper or something. You know, it's like everything seems to be, like, novel. Whether it's OnlyFans, like, hey, I'm going to show you my body and I'm going to be a millionaire. Or it's I'm going to this or I'm going to that. Uh, there seems to be much less interest in just a job. I know, which is so sad because the content I like is is just jobs like that. There was a creator I followed who she was a nurse and she would take you through her day as a nurse in an ER and it was so interesting. And then she quit because she got so many followers she was able to just survive as an influencer. And now I don't I don't care about her account anymore. I wanted to see her living a normal life, working a normal job. I yeah. don't necessarily care about your brand deals that you get. Here's the number one thing, and not only do I agree with this, but this has kind of defined my life the last few years, not valuing changing one's mind. Instead, we admire those who stick to their beliefs and are mm. consistent over long periods of time, no matter what they learn or how they evolve as a person or what changes in the world. Mm. New information should should foster new ideas and new ways of looking at things. If you think you've got the answer to something and nothing else will change it, I feel like that's a real problem. You know, we kind of touched on that in the first hour, and I didn't get a chance to say it then. But do you think that people are so reluctant to say, I was wrong, I've changed my mind? Because generally, 
when you're a public figure, for example, you have an army of people who are telling you you're right and you kind of don't want to turn your back on Mm -hmm. them and betray them in some way. So it's like, uh, even though I do have this new Mm. information, I better just stick to my guns so I don't make my people unhappy. Yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of it's just fear and insecurity, you know, that I know a lot of broadcasters who have uh, golden handcuffs and not, not all of them are even made of gold where they've taken a political position, they've built a reputation on it, and now regardless of what happens with their side of the aisle, they can't uh, go back on it. They can't say, oh, you know what, I think I made a mistake on this, or given what's happening, I have to say X, Y, Z. They cannot because their kids are in private school, and uh, that's all they have. Uh, this is going to sound very braggadocious, okay? Get you know, get ready. But I'm very fortunate that I built this show as a variety show, and we have talked about politics over the years. But I've never had to rely on it, and I never have relied on it. And so my political views, while they may piss some people off, and I'm never listening to Dave Glover again. Fair enough, you know, have fun. Uh, we can do. Many, many other things. A lot of people can't. A lot of people in television and radio or whatever it happens to be, online stuff, that's their thing. They are the conservative lady. They're the liberal uh, teacher guy. And if they lose that, they lose it all. Or so they think. Yeah. I don't think that's true. I agree. I think that Sean Hannity... Uh, could come out and say, you know what, I've had second thoughts and here's I'm not voting for Bernie Sanders, but I think this and this and maybe I'm wrong. But personally, I think it only buys him more credibility. Yep. I think to hmm. I think to people like I wish you, you would have just stopped there. It would have been <laughs> awesome. I think <laughs> I think too. that's what I have to contribute. Uh, no, I, I think to somebody like you, uh, a, a big, you know, critical thinker. Kind of guy, I think that would give him more credibility. But I think to specifically his target audience, I think I don't. I don't think it would gain him credibility. You may be right. I, I think, and that's would, sad. I think that's why he doesn't. I think that's why he has the the so called golden handcuff. Uh, let's take a break and come back and do Stairway to Kevin. Three twenty two DGS. This was one of my favorite songs to play in the band for twenty years because I played drums on it, and it was always at the end of the night. And everybody was drunk, and it's a really easy song to play, and you can show off a little bit, and it was fun. <laughs> Sounds fun. And it's a good song. And it's dirty. Yeah. <laughs> Not about a year. Stairway? <laughs> uh, we're, gonna go with, we're going with the music topic today, too, so it's an interesting transition. I'm really curious to see what you guys think about this, because I'm not a fan uh, of the story I'm about to tell you, but have you seen the clips, the videos, or any of this about the Foo Fighters playing in the United Arab Emirates? Yes. So they're playing in the city Abu Dhabi, which is in the UAE. And we talked about Saudi Arabia yesterday, and people in the past have given, like, NBA players crap for kissing China's butt on various things. And I'm curious what you think about this. So Dave Grohl had a a piece of paper uh, on stage with him in Abu Dhabi that says, No cursing. And he taped it to his microphone stand to remind himself he's not allowed to swear because swearing is illegal in the UAE for religious reasons. And, for example, like dropping the F-bomb could get you a year in prison. Wow. So I have a real problem with artists who, when they're here, will take stands on things. But when they go somewhere else, will not. 
And I love Foo Fighters. I love Dave Grohl. If they're going to tell you you can't say words, you should not go. You are at a place in your career where you do not need to go there. You can tell them no. You have money. You have status. You have power. You have everything you need to say, hey, if you're going to tell me what I can and can't say, I'm not going. But you'll defer when you go to the UAE. You'll defer when it's Saudi Arabia and you're a golfer. But if you're at home, you're more than willing to make any kind of political or religious stance. You know, one of my favorite things was um, the Foo Fighters kind of taking on the Westboro Baptist Church and making fun of them. And I remember they did the truck where they Mm -hmm. toured around and were playing goofy songs. But you'll, you'll do that, but you won't. You won't make a stand for freedom of speech or whatever because you're there. You're going to play by those really strict rules. If somebody in the U.S. told you, you can't swear at this concert tonight, I guarantee you the first word out of his mouth or anybody's would be the F-bomb. But you'll take the money and defer when you're playing over there. I hate this. Yeah, I think it's different if, say, for example, you are going to a place of worship. Yeah, yeah. Or if you're going to Saudi Arabia for a friend's funeral, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Hey, you're in Saudi Arabia. Condolences. We don't cuss. Please don't cuss. Totally fine." Yes. When you're doing what you do for a living, and you have a choice, and you're doing, and you're signing a contract, and you are in Nirvana for the love of God, that disappoints me. Okay, devil's advocate. I, I get what both of you oh, are here saying. Here comes Miss Saudi Arabia. <laughs> yep, that's me. <laughs> we know who's cutting those checks. Sure do. Is there something to be said for, yeah, I get what you're saying, free speech and all that, but this is their culture and I want to respect their culture while I'm over oh, there. I think I it's would fine. Feel better if they weren't evil. Well, I also have a problem. Yes, that's a problem, right? Because of the way that they treat women, because of the way that they would treat anybody that's part of the LGBTQ plus community. They're not about human freedom. And I think that's one thing. But even if we take that out. I think the freedom is the reason, right? Like if you go to Ohio and they say, hey, we don't want you to cuss tonight. And then you go out on stage and say whatever. You know that Ohio isn't going to chop you up. Right. This is why you shouldn't go there. This is why when you're offered the gig, you say no. Mm. Because if you won't hold to this. And this is not about their standards. You could if if you would do the same thing here that you'll do there. If you're playing at a venue in Ohio and they tell you, hey, we'd really rather you not do this. And you say, all right, that's fine. I I won't do that. All right, fine. You're being consistent. But they have taken stands on things. And they do conduct themselves a certain way. And I think as long as you're being consistent with what you are and who you are, that's fine. If you're a comic that does clean work, right? Our buddy Greg Warren does clean work. And you go somewhere, that's great. Wonderful. If you're going somewhere and you have to change who and what you are, that's different, but it's also more of a thing when when you're at home, you are an advocate. Mm. Well, for example, Rage has been going to Japan, has fallen in love with Japan. Uh, and from her stories, it is a much more conservative culture, much more traditional, much more polite, much quieter. I would have zero problem following those rules. To me, that's respect of Absolutely. a culture. But Japan... And Saudi Arabia are two very different places. Yes. If yes. I don't respect you, I'm not going to respect your culture, and I don't respect Saudi Arabia. 
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 335 DGS. One hour from now, we will present a 30-minute interview with uh, Benji Molina. And even if you're not a Cardinals fan, you should listen because it's really, really interesting. His story is interesting beyond just he ended up in the major leagues. Uh, it's one of those, like, I thought my story about being in the right place at the right time to get my radio show was something his is even better than that. So that's 4.30. Uh, Dave Murray joins us. Hello, Dave. Hello there. Anything new Look in your world? to that. Yeah, it was really good. He's a really nice guy, very interesting guy. And, uh, yeah, I just, you just, you can't not like Benji. No, isn't that true for a lot of people, though, that, uh, that whether you realize it or not, you were in the right place at the right time? Yeah. Yeah, so I think true. that's true for most folks. But then, like, uh, I am a huge overthinker. Huge. I'm a huge second guesser. Just huge. Uh, But then the older you get, the more mature you get, you realize that, uh, that, yes, big decisions have big consequences, and maybe you made a mistake, but you never know what would have happened had you not taken this road, and you never know. You know, like, for example, people say, well, if you hadn't gone to law school, you wouldn't have a radio show. That's true. But... If I hadn't gone to law school, I might have been in this business way. Or like, you just never know. You never know. You and, just never know. And whichever road you take, if there's a fork, uh, there's going to be good stuff and bad stuff. Yep. And it took me a really, really long time to to even understand the concept, much less like swallow it. You know. And and don't don't over overthink it. You're absolutely right about that because you you might say, okay, you know what? Five years ago, ten years ago, twenty years ago. Maybe I should have made this decision instead. Well, it's too late. Yeah, you made you made the decision. You got to stick with it. Uh, let's do a couple of fun stories before we go into the uh, the forecast. Uh, a guy went five months with two chopsticks jammed up his nose. What? Oh my goodness! Thirty five year old guy in Vietnam had terrible headaches for months. Didn't know why. Doctor scanned his head what? and found two chopsticks. What? Shoved up his nose. He said, "I have no idea how it happened, but." <laughs> He then said, I kind of remember getting in a drunken bar fight about five months ago. That could be it. Wow. I, he, he re- mm. there there they are. Are. There's a story that he remembers. He just doesn't want to tell They're us. always yeah, in the exactly. last place he looks. <laughs> That's as gross as the spider bite. Spider in the toe. I would, no, rather have the, I would rather have the spider bite. I'd rather have the chopsticks because they're not alive. <laughs> I think I might want the chopsticks. <laughs> <at> the chopsticks. <laughs> I don't think so, dude. That's pain right there. 
Live spider. I mean, full, that's full fine. chop. That's fine. A full I chopstick. A, I read a about a lady. It's once. also way down there in my toe, it, no, not up by my the, face. The spider pain is worse. <laughs> I read about a lady once who said that the worst pain she'd ever experienced when she she was licking envelopes and uh, she got a paper cut while she was <laughs> licking envelopes, and there was a cockroach egg on the envelope, <laughs> and so the cockroach grew in her tongue. <laughs> And she said it was like the worst pain she'd ever felt. Okay, that's a different story, though. Please tell me you made that up. I did not make that up. <laughs> this is I becoming think... Dave's Believe no, It or Not. I, <laughs> I read about this like a decade DGS, ago. DGS Believe haunted. It or Not is a segment. It's haunted me ever since. Speaking of, I've told this story before, but it's so embarrassing for me, I have to tell it again. So I'm a storyteller, right? And uh, when I was a kid, I didn't understand the difference between spicing up a story and lying. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I loved attention. And uh, my buddy had the Ripley's Believe It or Not book. And on the front of it was a baseball player who was upside down because he had made some amazing catch. I swear to God, this is what I tried to sell to my family. And I'm like 12. I'm like in sixth grade. I come home with it. I'm like... You should read this book. It's amazing. All the while thinking, please don't read this book because I'm about to lie to you about it. And I said, see this guy on the front? He ran across <laughs> he ran he ran across the field on just his fingers. Okay. Wait. <laughs> caught the ball with the other hand and died. <laughs> sure. And my family just looked at me and I in that moment I'm like, oh. Yeah. yeah. Too far. <laughs> yeah, if I pushed it, and, it died. And what's even worse is I didn't even read the book. I didn't even know what he had done. I'm sure he just like did a flip and caught the ball mm-hmm. or something. But I just I'm just like, oh, there's a good chance to lie about something. I think every little kid has that moment of realization of like, I've all right. I've gone too far. The time to rein this in. They don't believe it. <laughs> I anymore. seem to have found the line yeah. and then stepped over it. <laughs> if you'll pardon me, Jack and Francis. <laughs> I shall retreat to the study. I want to see that book. I want to see that story. Oh, I bet I could I I'll Google it on the break and I bet I can find it. Just, you know look, the up, guy. just look up baseball players who died upside down. Yeah, you know the guy that there was like back in old timey days, a, a pitcher got hit by lightning in the middle of the game no. and, and almost died. And he came back and he finished pitching the game. Wow. They Love revived it. him and he's like, all right, let's go. And back then they're like, okay, Wait, he's fine. Let's raise go. Raise your hand if you think Kevin's lying. <laughs> nope, it's true. I, it's true. <laughs> of all the stories that nope, we have told, that one sounds the most made up. Nope, it's true. <laughs> I'm Googling it right now. Yeah, it's true. Oh, it's my true. God. I hope I can find this. Yep, it's true. <laughs> I still don't yep, believe His name that. was Raymond Benjamin Caldwell. I still don't believe his hand mirror thing from earlier. Ray- no, no. That was Caldwell. clearly I got the links for you, All the ladies you, were looking at their hand mirrors yep. and ran into horses. I had a thing like that when I was in kindergarten, Dave. I... It was recess. There were some older kids who were drawing, and they were drawing, like, spooky things in a notebook, and I was so... I, I was just so drawn to it. So I ran up next to them and I pretended to twist my ankle and get stuck next to them because I was too shy to be like, can I join in on the drawing? But I was bold enough to fake an injury and be like, well, I'm stuck here. Guess which I better is, check out what you guys are drawing yeah, right now. so much more work. Oh, yeah. It's way more work to just lie like that. And so the whole recess, I'm sitting there and I'm like, we're all having such a great time. Like, these are my new best friends. Next recess hits, I go out and I'm like, I guess I'll go fake another injury. And they like looked at me and they're like, no. And they moved to another part of the playground. Um, If you want to search it, it's Ray Ray Caldwell 
August 24th, 1919. Fake name. Happened in a major league game. Rach, can you tell the story about your childhood photo? You know the one I'm talking about. Um, you've made fun of so many of my childhood photos. <laughs> the one that you kind of put together. The one that I kind of put together. The one you staged. <laughs> I, I don't even remember that. Oh! Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> you guys, a light bulb just went on over Rachel's head. I, yeah, I just have right. so many, like, dorky photos that I've shown to Dave and he's made fun of. If you will please God... If you will post that photo. I'll, I'll try to find it next time I'm okay. at my mom's. So there's a, I, my best friends growing up were my cat, kitty, and my stuffed penguin, penguin. <laughs> Very creative. Have I delivered already? <laughs> my dad was out. My dad had a camera and he was out taking pictures, like just like in the yard. And I'm like, you know what I'm going to do is I'm going to lay on my stomach and next to, uh, I almost called her Lucy, K- Kitty, who's also, you know, like loafing like cats do. And then I'm going to put Penguin on the other side. And this is going to be like the best picture ever. My dad's going to take a picture of it. And it's going to be such a sweet moment. And he did. But the whole thing is just completely contrived. Like I knew what was happening the whole time. And when she first, I'm a loser. when she first showed me. She didn't tell me it was staged. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, what an amazing. so cute. What an amazing. And then she's like, yeah, I set it up. Yeah. I'm a dork. And that's when we bonded. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Uh, let's do the forecast. There you go. We've got a uh, southern storm headed our way. It's kind of a slow mover. It's got to get over the Rockies completely. But tomorrow is kind of a partly to mostly cloudy day. And when I say that, a lot of clouds in the afternoon. If we see any sun tomorrow, it is in the morning. It's windy. Periods of rain developing as we go through the afternoon. Temperatures a good 10 degrees cooler than today. We hit right around 60. We'll be 50 for the high on Thursday. And with the rain in the afternoon, it's going to feel colder than that. Thursday night, periods of cold rain. It's all rain, 39 and windy. Friday, rain in the morning. I think it basically fades by about noontime on Friday. Otherwise, mostly cloudy skies. It does not clear out 55. Still lots of clouds Friday night. Lots of clouds Saturday, but dry 52. And Sunday, partly sunny, maybe a sprinkle. I just don't see much in the way of rain on Sunday and 55 degrees. That's the forecast, believe it or not. (laughs) Well played. You want to do a couple stories? Sure. Headlines is brought to you by Schnucks. Download the Schnucks Rewards app and earn 2% back on every purchase. So Colorado is going to ban fat phobia discrimination. This is apparently a thing. They're passing a law banning discrimination against people who are overweight. The so-called fat phobia law would require employers to offer workplace accommodations for overweight workers. It would also ban landlords from turning away renters due to their weight. That is not something that I knew happened, but I guess it's happening enough that they have to create legislation Hmm. around it. How would you prove that's like a good how question. how would you prove like oh my workplace like if a, if you don't fit into a standard office chair I don't know if they can necessarily prove that that's like discrimination what's happening right now Dave, Murray, Dave, Murray's Dave Murray's in a fight <laughs> he's yeah, in no, a movie no, fight no, that was Janice was, was squeaking through the, <laughs> the garage like Chuck Norris came in and, I think there's an assassin uh, I'm just picturing like Chuck Dave Norris Murray. came in or like Jason yeah. Bourne and they're uh, fighting with magazines <laughs> Dave, Dave's at a kids party oh, playing musical again. chairs <laughs> Andrew's like, if you can't it's fit in an office chair. Oh, yeah. Hey, yeah. hey. Andrew's hey, trying to make a point, and we're all looking at each other laughing. 
<laughs> yeah, it's I'm Janice's just, I'm birthday just today. Bye. Happy birthday, Janice. Hey. Happy so birthday. Cool. Did she just walk through so that we'd say happy birthday? That's, I think, the only reason she came Ruffled some chairs around. He's like, whatever you do, don't tell them it's my birthday. Don't say it. Love your show. Thank you. Thank you. This is so nice. It's very cool. Should I do one more story? Yeah. Let's see. Well, since we're talking about fat phobia, let's talk about fat burning planes. It's a real thing. It's a real thing. It's a plane that burns fat. Um, it just made a transatlantic flight without fossil fuels. The Virgin Atlantic yeah. Boeing 787 is the first plane to cross the Atlantic without the use of fossil fuels. Instead, it was literally burning fat using a fuel made up of waste fats like tallow. Okay, so you don't burn fat on the no, plane. No, 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 no. It's not like a diet plane. <laughs> That's what I thought I was it was. Like, for a right price, I got some fuel Yeah, for I was like, all right, I'll hear it. <laughs> Seems like if they teamed up with the people in Colorado, they could make some. <laughs> Sorry. Was anybody on that plane or was it a test flight? That's a good question, Dave. I actually don't know the answer to that. It doesn't say it's if there were cool, people though. there. Yeah, yeah it's very, pretty neat. Mm-hmm. Thank oh, yeah, you, Dave. Happy cool. birthday, Janice. Happy Alrighty. birthday. My favorite uh, part of Rachel's story about her fake photograph, which she didn't even realize was so funny, was I was laying next to my cat, Kitty, and my penguin, Penguin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very creative when it came to naming my friends. <laughs> <laughs> Want to do a couple more headlines? Sure. Okay, Americans need an extra $11,000 just to get by these wow. days. That's how much inflation is costing us, according to a Senate analysis. The typical American household needs an, ele- an extra eleven grand to maintain its standard of living from just two years ago. That's scary stuff. Did, did we talk about it or just hear it in the news that there's also been a, like this has been a big thing lately, people cashing out some of their 401k money to take care of bills? Ooh, I have not heard that. That's, and that's scary. So not only, not only do you have to pay taxes on that, but there's also like a 10% tax, like a fee to that too, to do it before age 59. And then you don't have it when you retire. And then it's not there, right? It's not making, now you're not taking, they're not all taking it all, but still anything you're taking out, you're, you're being double hit on it. And it's not working for you and making money for the long term just to cover bills. And look, I don't know much, but I hear that. And then I also hear that consumer spending is up from a couple years ago. I mean, people are going crazy and putting everything on their credit card for Christmas. It just feels like we're headed towards something not so great. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's see. One more story here. Lay's chips formula is changing. They are going to slash the amount of sodium in all of their food products in line with the World Health Organization's recommendations. So hopefully they taste the same, but at least 75% of its food products worldwide from Lay's are going to have the amount of sodium reduced. I found it. You found... I found the story I lied about. Oh, cool. <laughs> the strange but true baseball stories. I See bet him? you the lightning story's in there. Dave has been deep in his phone this whole time. <laughs> I can't believe I found it. I'm going to look it's at so that. It's so sad that guy died. How did he run yep. on his fingers? <laughs> <laughs> and he caught the ball with his other hand? <laughs> Do we have to find out a way to post this? <laughs> However, will we figure that out? Yeah, (laughs) screenshot it and send it to me and I'll put it up on the Facebook page. Done and done. 
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 